Many high-achieving, up-and-coming, and high-potential professionals assume that feeling overwhelmed and stressed is just the lofty price to pay for success. Are you one of them? Do you feel there is not enough time in a day to finish all the tasks at hand? Do you readily accept life as being a continuous hustle and bustle? Are the ongoing demands from engaging with people often just so exhausting? If so, in order to thrive with this daily grind, you need to adopt tools for self-management. Neglecting self-management has led many down the paths to both mental and physical exhaustion. I've been there. It often takes an unexplained scary physical symptom to make an appearance before you stop and analyze your lifestyle. This persistent out-of-control pain forces you to make an appointment with a health provider, which itself often provides to be a hassle. Oftentimes, the test results return as quote-unquote normal, meaning that the healthcare provider has not recognized a physical problem to be treated. Though not detectable through test, the source of the physical problem may be stress. If gone unattended, stress has been known to negatively impact the careers and lives of women formerly on the fast track of success. Hello everyone, I am Stephanie DeRuthy, a physician who specializes in brain wellness. I'm a mother, a wife, business owner, author, and distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association. Before we start this seminar, let me address my disclaimer. If you're attracted to this call because of my training and you're seeking specific advice for your medical problem, this is not the venue. Please stop listening to the call and get help from your health provider. This seminar was created as an educational resource on personal development. It will teach the importance of stress management in order to increase your productivity. This is for you if you struggle with taming your moods and managing your stress while dealing with demanding career responsibilities. It's designed for entrepreneurs, individuals responsible for their own income, and leaders prone to feeling emotionally stressed and overwhelmed. As a result of this training, expect to experience the following. Number one, resume control by giving yourself permission to embrace your chaos. Number two, overcome the paralyzing shame and guilt about the situation. Number three, learn to avoid the two most common stress-related health problems. Number four, discover a simple exercise to manage your to-do list. In order to advance in a career, people usually think they need to power through tough times and not have public displays of discomfort. The mentally exhausting effort required to stifle any outward emotion fosters overwhelming early distress signals. It's often pain from embarrassment about inappropriate behavior or blow-up or worry or physical symptom requires you to slow down and recognize the warnings of your body's alarm system. The brain is your powerhouse organ which monitors danger. Although it sends you the signal, they're often ignored when your body's out of control with stress. You don't think about it. Life requires ongoing adaptation as we change routines. The daily transformation for me of the U.S. health system required mandatory changes in daily operations. This required my reinvention. I had to review my interests, clinical skills, and expertise. In the midst of this self-reflection, a recruiter appeared unexpectedly with an offer for me to learn telemedicine with the military. 
Being able to combine medicine and the state-of-the-art technology was a wonderful opportunity, and I took it. One major glitch in the offer soon appeared. The job required me to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to begin my commute. Not being an early morning riser, this commitment forced me to rebalance my life. I had to learn how to manage my time strategically to fulfill my numerous responsibilities. Myself, my ailing father, my teenage daughter, my husband, our household, my private practice, and this new military gig. My new life required long days. The complexity of my situation became more intense with the realization that I had a new brain, i.e. menopausal. Around the same time as this job opportunity arose, an invitation arrived for me to facilitate a corporate event. Much to my surprise, the event was held at this glitzy five-star hotel in Washington, D.C., and the sponsor was a Fortune 100 multimedia communication conglomerate. This year, they were planning a groundbreaking session on mental health. The event organizer had this novel idea of encouraging women attendees to drop their facades of well-being in order to initiate the healing process. The open remarks of this session was delivered by accomplished and well-known celebrities, business leaders, and entrepreneurs who shared their own challenges with their emotions. The event was an overwhelming success. The organizers achieved their goal of inspiring the audience to acknowledge and share their own emotional struggles. This novel format fostered an environment that unleashed an avalanche of raw emotions. Celebrities, CEOs, and high-ranking executives all felt free to share their unscripted feelings and emotions. The energy generated in this auditorium could have lit up a football stadium. This experience redefined my career as I recognized the unmet needs of these extraordinary women. I suddenly wanted to bring awareness to the fact that society supports a false belief that professional success provides immunity from brain-related conditions. This is simply not true, but there are only a few who have openly refuted it. There are very few role models of successful women who are outspoken about their management of their brain-related conditions. Because of this lack of knowledge, many women suffer in silence, unaware that their struggles are often controlled by their brain and not just their personal efforts. First, I would like to share with you that emotions are not to be feared. Oftentimes, our intuition, also referred to as our gut, directs us toward our best decisions. Our brain signals expressing themselves frequently through our emotions can be the best tool for personal decision-making and productivity. Unfortunately, we often proceed forward and bypass the gut, despite this inner voice telling us to stop moving. Our brain alerts us with body signals when we're overly stressed. Every organ in the body has specific signals which communicate that there is a problem with the organ. We all recognize that chest pain relates to the heart and shortness of breath relates to the lungs. The brain also tries to get our attention to tell you that something's amiss but we're not very good at recognizing these signals. Having low mental energy, abrupt mood swings, memory difficulties, being distracted, and frequently fatigued can all be brain stress signals. Being aware of your own brain is not often taught, so many miss or ignore the signs that their brain is giving them. They miss the opportunity to achieve their greatest potential by not being able to advance their productivity. The number of people who believe that feeling any emotion can limit their career amazes me. 
I'm here to spread the good news. Being emotional is not a career death sentence. Many people gifted with an ability to decode the gentle conversations from their brain are able to make better life choices to fulfill their dreams. Today, my call to action is for you to be honest with yourself. My objective is to validate the idea that stress is a brain-related condition. It's time to accept and embrace your stress label and identify tools to limit its negative impact in your life. There are huge costs to neglecting the body signals of stress. Being preoccupied with uncontrollable body symptoms only magnifies being emotional and reduces your daily productivity. I'm excited to announce that being stressed isn't the price to be paid for success, but the signals of being stressed cannot be ignored. If unattended, the results of stress can limit career advancements. Women are more likely to be shunned for their perceived vulnerability to stress, which can promote the label of being prone to irrational mood swings. It's not uncommon to hear that the anticipated quote-unquote time of the month reduces the employee's consistent mental clarity. This can be the rationale used to exclude or minimize the importance of women during intense business negotiations. This false perception that fluctuating hormones diminish sustained focus can limit the woman's career throughout her lifetime, from her childbearing years through menopause and beyond. So how do women who struggle with their emotions manage their life stress and not let it affect them in the workplace? First, they recognize the uniqueness of their emotional experience. For example, it's not unusual to feel anxious before giving a presentation to an audience. The most distinguished scholars can experience performance anxiety with their speaking engagements. Skilled executives use their mental energy to push through their anxiety about delivering an impromptu speech to a hostile board of directors. Prior knowledge, preparation, and skill are all utilized to control their outward expression of emotion or nervousness. It motivates us to get things done. Flipping a mental on or off switch to tame uncomfortable emotions make it easier to accomplish goals. Take a look at how Serena Williams plays in her Grand Slam tournaments. Many say she's known to flip on her mental switch in order to suppress negative emotions, focus, and win. Many other successful people have been known to do the same thing. Anxiety has a role in our lives. Its existence is not the issue. Taming our reactive emotional experience requires specific management tools. Let's say you are someone who feels a constant state of daily tension. Upon awakening, you feel that sick feeling of tension in your chest. This unwanted body tension requires you to exert mental effort to push through these feelings of discomfort to start and complete your day. Many would state that this described scenario is just normal. So what is a severe stress reaction? First, the complete inability to get out of bed for work. The bodily symptoms experienced are so debilitating that the only solution is the quote-unquote sick day option. This situation can become progressively worse with the gradual inability to complete your personal self-care, such as grooming, meal preparation, ability to interact with others, and even paying your bills. We've started the conversation today regarding personal development by breaking the silence about the importance of brain management. This project was created to start the conversation 
regarding personal development by breaking the silence about the importance of brain management. Let me identify some common life experiences in the workplace for those still struggling with this key concept of stress behaviors. This call is for you if you can identify with one of the following. You had a big blowout with your business partner this morning. Now you dread going over the morning reports with your assistant. You actually feel the irritability under your skin. You're totally exhausted, but have lost the ability to have a good night's sleep. Nighttime has become a time to think about upcoming days and tasks to do. You have frequent problems falling asleep, waking up early, and not sleeping at all. You feel insecure about your abilities. Although you've done this type of work before, you're not feeling insecure about your command of the subject matter. You find yourself unable to remember prior stuff you've done on demand. You could not present yourself well at the meeting. The presentation was a fiasco. In the middle of a discussion, you forgot your words. Worse yet, you were distracted in your thoughts and find yourself rambling in conversation. Given the opportunity to engage with your friends, you'd rather be in bed. The thought of making time for conversation just makes you feel exhausted. Accepting that your moods fluctuate is difficult. Many would argue that they're immune to emotional things because they're successful. They think that they should be able to control these overwhelming feelings. They often argue that anyone who is unable to set limits with themselves is a weak person. Others feel embarrassed and ashamed to share their problems with anyone. They think that having a good job, a nice home, a loving family, and still feeling anxious is not normal. Clearly, I would love to share the success stories of my highly successful patients diagnosed with complex brain disease. However, that would be a violation of privacy. So let's identify public figures who have shared their emotional struggles instead. Upon hearing these stories, give yourself permission to embrace yourself and realize you're not alone. Jane Pauley. Jane Pauley is an NBC correspondent and former Today Show anchor, publicly discussed her bouts of bipolar disease. She recounted how the media alleged that she disclosed her illness as a ploy to increase ratings. She recalls, that stung a lot. It made me angry. Since when did mental illness become a publicity gambit? Historically, reports in the media of emotional disease has been sensational and negative, especially among women. Susie Faber Hamilton, three-time Olympian and top middle distance runner. She manages her bipolar disease while speaking around the world as a strong advocate for mental illness awareness and education. Terry Williams. In her book, Black Pain, Terry Williams discussed her inability to ignore her depression. She was the promoter of well-known celebrities such as Eddie Murphy and MC Hammer. Her depressive symptoms interfered with her capacity to work, causing extreme irritation, inability to concentrate, oversleeping, and snapping at others. Catherine Zeta-Jones. This two-time Oscar-winning actress and mother of two, Catherine Zeta-Jones, shocked many with her revelation of being diagnosed with bipolar disease. Her celebrity status, 
and legacy of success made her mental illness disclosure a hot topic for media headlines around the world. She's quoted as saying, I'm lucky, but that's not to say I don't get down on myself. I try to stay positive. Being negative isn't good for my personality. I don't just bring myself down, I bring everyone down around me. It's like a dark cloud. Uh Uh-huh, here we go, and I have to snap out of it. Demi Lovato, platinum-selling recording artist, actress, songwriter, and former Disney celebrity. She's been very public in her disclosure of emotional struggles with bipolar disease and drug addiction. She believes that sharing her story will address the stigma of mental illness management. Her current participation in the Be Vocal mental health campaign is one of her many supports and mental health awareness initiatives. This program was developed to end the myth that highly successful women are immune from brain-related conditions. It's your call to action to embrace your magnificent emotional brain. Without any doubt, there is a need to break the silence about this issue. To achieve your brain's greatest potential, it requires you to adopt a unique mindset. Unmanaged stress has the ability to derail the most promising career. This call was about giving yourself permission to accept and embrace the real you. No longer will you accept feeling shame and blame and guilt for your condition. No longer will you tolerate any negative stigma about brain-related conditions. No longer will your brain be the foundation for guilt and self-doubt. Until next time we meet, be well.